In her book, What the Bible is All About, Henrietta Mears proposes the book of Numbers could be called the book of murmurings. One year has passed at Mount Sinai while the law was given, the tabernacle built, and the priests assigned to their duties. The cloud now lifts and the children of Israel journey to the southern border of the promised land. The land God had promised to give Abraham and all his descendants. The question is asked, why would God take this land from the peoples who live there? And our answer comes from examining the nature and character of God. These people groups in the land of Canaan were very wicked and worshipped idols. So the Lord planned to have them destroyed and to give their land to the Israelites, God's chosen people. Now it's not that God doesn't care for all people. The Bible says God is not willing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance, 2 Peter 3, 9. God's holy character is why he must judge sin. He is righteous in all his ways, even when he judges sin. He is also loving, merciful, and gracious. What God planned to do to the Canaanites was in keeping with his character, just as were his judgments of Sodom and Gomorrah and of the whole world at the time of the flood. Arriving at the border of the promised land, Moses was instructed by God, Send out men for yourself to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am going to give the sons of Israel. Numbers 13, 1. Moses obeyed the word of the Lord, sending one man from each of the twelve tribes of Israel to spy out the land. When the men returned, they brought back word of all they had seen, reporting to the whole community and showing the fruit they had taken from the land. This was their report. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here's the kind of fruit it produces, pomegranates, figs, and a single cluster of grapes that takes two men to carry on a pole between them. But the people living there are powerful. Their towns are large with high-walled cities. We even saw giants. They are stronger than we are. Two spies Joshua and Caleb agreed with the other ten, but added, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the people's hearts failed them, and they would not trust God. They refused to listen to Joshua and Caleb, and instead cried to return to Egypt. This people, again, forgot all that God did for them. They didn't believe that God was able to give them the land. They acted as if God were a liar. Back in the first book of the Bible, Satan told Eve that she would not die if she ate the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Satan called God a liar, and Eve believed him. Cain also did not believe God, 
and he came to God in his own way. God rejected his offering. When Noah told the people that a great flood was going to be sent by God, they refused to believe God. They would not enter the ark, and they were all destroyed. The Egyptians also did not believe that the God of Israel was the almighty and only true God. They trusted in their idols to deliver them. But God destroyed their land, killed their firstborn, and drowned their armies in the sea. God will discipline everyone who refuses to believe him. When God's chosen people refused to enter the promised land, the door was closed. It meant wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. God said that he would not allow any of those who were over 20 years old to enter Canaan, except for Joshua and Caleb. God opens doors that no human can close, and he closes doors that no human can open. Don't believe it? Read Isaiah 22:22 and Revelation 3:8. God opened the door and about 3 million souls walked out of Egypt. He closed the door when the Egyptians tried to follow. God wanted to open the door to the promised land for his people, but their fear disqualified them to take the land. Oftentimes, our fear keeps us from enjoying all that God wants to give us. We fear what others will say. We fear what might happen if we put our trust completely in Christ. We compare our difficulties with our own strength rather than committing them to the great arm of God. There are many people today who are like the Israelites. Every day and night, the Lord shows us that He is the Almighty God. He shows us who He is by the things He has made. He made the sun, the moon, and the stars. He sends the rain and the wind. He makes everything grow. All things are under His control. He has given these things so that we will believe in Him. He has given us our very lives. God has also given us His Word so that we can know the truth. In spite of all these things which God does every day, the majority of people are like the Israelites. They will not believe God. Don't make the same mistake by calling God a liar with your life. 